0: Joe from Answers and Reason made a video a short while back entitled 10 Questions for Theists. And it's a nice change of pace to be asking the questions instead of answering them, so I thought I'd ask my own questions. But first, a short preamble from Braxton Hunter of Trinity Radio. I can't say this about many things, but Braxton and I are in complete agreement about how these sorts of issues should be
1: approached. The worldview discussions space can be so combative. And when atheists and Christians come up with lists of questions that they don't think the other side can answer, those questions usually aren't genuine. I've never made a list like that, although I've responded to some. Here, I hope my atheist interlocutors will consider these questions deeply without giving glib answers. These aren't meant to be gotcha questions, though I'm not asking for no reason. I expect you will have answers, and I wanna hear what the most sincere among you have to say. Who created God?
0: Just kidding. What is your credence in your version of theism? As in, what is the likelihood of theism by your lights? Assigning too specific a probability to broad metaphysical questions feels a bit silly to me personally, and for the sake of clarity, sometimes I'll say that my credence in atheism is about 0.9, but really that just translates to a high credence in atheism. I strongly agree with the statement, God probably does not exist. Now, take the proposition, God exists. Are you absolutely certain that P is true? Do you strongly agree or merely agree? Where do you fall on this scale? What can atheists learn from your religion? As in, what can people who are not convinced of the literal truth of your metaphysical claims glean morally or spiritually from your form of Christianity? Or does one need to accept all the metaphysical claims in order to see any merit in the moral and spiritual claims? For instance, I think Paul's advice in Philippians 4.8, to meditate on the true, the good, and the beautiful, is wise regardless of your opinion on God's existence. If your son or daughter began dating an atheist, would you be uncomfortable with that, even if they were a moral and intelligent person who truly seemed to have your child's best interests at heart? Do you believe in eternal conscious torment? If you do, what does one have to do or not do to end up in such a state? If you don't believe in eternal conscious torment or eternal torture, do you find it as morally insane as I do? I think eternal conscious torment is the most morally unjustifiable, demented idea that has ever been conceived by human beings. I cannot think of something worse than eternal torture. And I can't imagine any crime that would merit torture that lasted for trillions of years, let alone eternity. I mean, maybe Hitler deserves to burn for a while, but eventually you say mercy. If you don't, you're worse than him. I think many Christians underestimate how bizarre this idea is to anyone who isn't steeped in Christian culture. Why can't we be saved after our deaths? Why do we have to get the right answer in this life? Doesn't that seem pretty arbitrary? More would certainly be saved if we could make a decision after we're presented with better evidence of God's existence and clearer information about what God wants from us. Doesn't God will all to be saved? In your mind, what's the second most plausible religion or non-religion after Christianity? If you became convinced Christianity was untrue, what would you be? And finally, what are the best arguments for each side? What's the best argument for theism? And of the arguments for atheism, is there one that seems more convincing to you than the rest? For example, Schellenberg's argument from hiddenness, Rowe's evidential argument from evil, the meager moral fruits of theism, evolutionary suffering, teleological evil, Draper's evidential argument from pain and pleasure, animal suffering, doxastic discord, the problem of heaven, Oppie's argument from naturalism, etc. I think a cumulative case is the best each side has to offer, but I still have my favorite individual arguments. So, thank you for listening, I've been Emerson Green, and I'll see you next time.